You are listening to Married to the Rings podcast, the show that brings you remarkable relationship tools and resources with your host, your gal, Tanya Williamson, also known to my clients as the Life Transformational Strategist. At Married to the Ring, We teach individuals how to build healthy and productive relationships in life and the workplace because we believe that in every home and office, people are navigating relationships without the tools and guidance they need to prevent conflict from escalating into a figurative and sometimes literal boxing match. That's where we come in. Our topic today is how to champion and build healthy relationships despite the odds and stigmas faced as a single seasoned woman. Today, we have a special guest in recognition of Women's History Month, Transformational Clarity Coach and CEO. Now listen, audience, CEO, Chief Energy Officer, Miss Carol Froelich Hall. Good afternoon, Carol, and welcome to the Married to the Rings podcast. I want to thank you for agreeing to spend some time with us here on this wonderful afternoon. Well, thank you, Tanya. I am like so excited to be here. I am like pinching myself. And I first want to thank you for inviting me to your podcast to marry to the ring. I don't have a ring quite yet, but that's okay. I got some other rings, which are really nice. (laughs) I'm married to myself and that's really good. I can't, I can't divorce myself. (laughs) (laughs) And this is so exciting to launch Women's History Month. Oh my goodness, how rich this is. I feel women's history is every single day. And it sure was fun meeting you on Clubhouse of all places. This is like so exciting. So you asked me, who am I? Well, I am a single mom for 21 years to two great kids, Max and Sophie. I am a daughter of my vitalized, energized 94-year-old mom, who I get a lot of this from. (laughs) And I've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years. I'm a businesswoman with 26 years, and I'm running three businesses right now. (laughs) I'm an opera singer. Went to Juilliard, I sang in Europe and America and sang Broadway musicals across the country. And I am a personal growth expert and a documentary film producer. (laughs) I mean, and wait a minute, let me just add a seasoned woman who is doing all of this. I just, you know, I I wanna applaud you just one second. I gotta applaud you. (laughs) That is absolutely phenomenal. And there's more. That is phenomenal. I'm also, I, I gotta keep sharing. I'm also a key speaker. And one of the areas that I'm gonna be focusing on, I'm gonna start writing my book finally, because people have been asking me, is I have pivoted my life over six decades of experience. And I'm helping women and men, because men are very important too, and a one, and um, as coach them to transform their lives and help them get unstuck, because so many people have all these visions and dreams, so that they can live a fuller life, live their dreams, have no ceilings to what they want to do, no matter what their age is. So that's who I am. No ceilings. 
no matter what their age is. My God, that's just simply amazing. Whew, I'm gonna just slow us down for a second because I'm already bullying. Can you feel the heat, Carol? Can you feel the heat through the, can you feel the energy, chief energy officer? Can you feel it <laughs> through the waves? I am so excited. Um, I know in reading your bio and you shared with our group and you even mentioned where we met. So I wanna make sure that in full disclosure, I need to let the listeners know how we connected. And I believe you let the cat out the bag. But I want to make sure by way, you know, everyone knows that Iona Fitzgiles, Success Stalkers Clubhouse, uh, she was discussing a topic that is near and dear to both Carol and I, high performance habits of successful entrepreneurs. Carol, wouldn't you say we're successful entrepreneurs? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's why we were connected together. Absolutely. Chief Energy Officer. So you guys are going to hear me throughout this podcast because, listen, this podcast is going to be so electrifying because we have the Chief Energy Officer. So I am I am truly excited, excited. Can you just highlight a little bit? Because it, I believe it was probably both of our first times actually going on this, onto Clubhouse. Can you just respond and let our audience know a little bit about that experience there? Um, being in Clubhouse? Yes. Well, probably most of your listeners may not even know what Clubhouse is. Because a month ago, I had no idea what Clubhouse was. And um, the best description I can say is, in the old days, we used to have radio talk shows. Mm -hmm. You used to, and then people could like Howard Stern, you know, you can call in and have a conversation, a little different from Howard, Howard Stern's, but um, radio talk shows. I look at Clubhouse is all audio, which is so beautiful because you get to know people by the sound of their voice, not just what they're saying, but the, the tonality of their voice. And it's like having thousands of rooms on many different topics. And you can choose the area of interest that you want to connect with people like-minded. And what I really got excited about is it's it's international. So you're, it's 24 hours a day. So you can meet people from all over the world. I've got friends now all over the place and they know they can come to me in New York and um, making connections you never would have made before, like you and me, Tanya, if it hadn't been for a room that we were both gravitated to. And you, this is where you're connecting with like-minded people. And what I really like the best about it is there's no selling and there's no politics. And that is beautiful. And everybody that I have come across is wanting to help other people and people who come in and speak, you know, as uh, when you go up, what they call it, they go up on the stage, being the performer, I love going on the stage. Um, everyone brings value, no matter what it is, and everyone is supporting one another. Um, so that's that's what Clubhouse is. And um, should I tell them that only select people are allowed to go into Clubhouse? Ah, well, we we shared enough about you know the. That's clubhouse. enough about that. But anyway, absolutely. But we, I, I have to agree with two things that you said, and we're thankful for Iona for doing this, right? It connected like-minded individuals, right? And it also, you mentioned, um, there are no politics. Um, and so each person who comes to the stage adds value to the other person and there's no, no solicitation. Although I have heard 
that people have experienced um, converting clients just by adding yes. value uh, to individuals' lives. So listen, Clubhouse right now, from my understanding and just me being a part of it in a short period of time, and Carol, it is rocking. But we're going to delve today right into our topic. You okay with that, Carol? I am. You may hear in the background, what timing for the for the guy for the house next door to me to have the the gardeners have their blowers going so i hope it's not going to be too distracting no you're you're perfectly fine our audience loves real life real life application at married to the ring we teach individuals how to navigate through conflict we'll just say that the blower is a piece of conflict right now but we in real life have to learn how to uh navigate through those barriers, those tough moments and, and, and distractions that try to affect our growth. And that's what leads me right into our conversation. This is, a, this is a nice segue into our discussion today, how to champion and build healthy relationships despite the odds. Now we got the blower in the background, right? Um, despite the odds and stigmas faced as a single seasoned woman. And so describe to me an experience in this pandemic when all the odds or you felt were against you, but you were able to champion change by levering those around you. Well, I'm so glad that you asked this question because it's a year ago this week, I was in quarantine because I had COVID. Wow. You probably didn't know that about me. I was one of the first in the country. <laughs> My city was the first in the country to be the first hotspot with COVID and um, I, I couldn't believe it when I got the phone call saying you were in close proximity with somebody who had COVID and I went and got tested. I had a few minor symptoms and I went right into lockdown. And that's when everything was shutting down um, around us. And it was really an amazing experience because this is where mind over matter is so important because it was such an unknown back then. I could have gone down two different paths. I could have gone on the path of fear, or I could have gone on the path of everything's okay, um, taking it day by day, and that's the road I took. And um, back then, it took. I, I went into quarantine. I checked on my body and my mind and how I was doing, and I was okay except for the cough and some fatigue, which the Energizer is not used to having. <laughs> it was, was really a switch for me, but I was very fortunate that I have a business. I own three businesses and the business I've had for 26 years is in the health and wellness field. So I have a very, very strong immune system. And then my business, I've actually been working from home all my life, except when I was touring in theater. So I've been working in Zoom. My company is internet based. And all of a sudden here I am in lockdown and my business is flying and my wow. my company doubled in biz in their in my business in the month of march who ever wow. would have heard such a thing with covid with, with COVID. you having covid with me having covid and um i think it was good because i was locked in and i couldn't go running around like i normally would be i wasn't up at my gym spending all my time i was actually able to focus on work <laughs> And um, yeah, and then just really use a positive mindset and um, and actually, you know, take the rest that I needed. And I actually was out of quarantine by the time I got the results. Wow. And I won't forget my doctor calling me saying, you know, I can't believe it, but you tested positive. <laughs> wow. 
And, and I was like, oh my gosh. But the hardest thing was calling people who I'd been around for a week before I even knew I had it. And that's right. what this is about. But so my business doubled in COVID in, because of COVID. I, and um, it, it's because it's a business of helping people stay healthy right. and well. And um, my business is about physical, environmental, and mental health. And when you have all that put together, um, you can achieve some really remarkable things and make a difference in other people's lives. So I was able to focus on that. And um, it actually brought me closer to my ex-husband. Wow. That was another interesting development. Um, he lives about two miles from me. And when you're locked in without being prepared, you need groceries. <laughs> Absolutely. We call it a COVID tool. We call it a COVID toolkit. You know, I heard the nurses talk about it. People didn't have like, they have first aid kits, but they didn't have a fir uh, COVID toolkit, meaning a backup plan, who's gonna get groceries, who's gonna do all of those uh, things for you. It was uh, amazing. Yeah, and to have a thermometer, we talked about that with a group of nurses and I was just blown away because I never even had thought about that. And they said everyone should have one on deck. Well, I had the thermometer by my bed, so I, yes. I, just, I never <laughs> I never had a fever, but the interesting thing is my wonderful 94-year-old mother still lives in the house I grew up in, about two miles from where I live. She's still driving. She went and did a little grocery shopping, you know, left it on my pathway, like 20 feet from my front door. We waved to each other, and, and my ex-husband brought me food, and neighbors cooked food for me. It was really um, a very uh, wonderful time of giving, wow. and, and I'm not an easy person to receive. So I got a lot better receiving uh, during that time. So that was my my initial lockdown uh, story. Well, this is gonna be really juicy. One, because I celebrate you for beating COVID in a city uh, that really, I mean, it, it, we, we watched it at the onset Rochelle. and how it directly impact, uh, impacted your city. And so, I mean, God bless America and God bless you. And talking about champion change by levering those around you, you mentioned your ex, like you reconnected, build a strengthen that relationship with your ex where he was able to fill in uh, the void without any animosity walking in forgiveness, you know, tell me, talk to me a little bit about that because I have women out here. This is why we're celebrating you for Women's History Month. I mean, chief energy officer having to humble herself in the midst of a crisis and then also leverage her, her, you know, her ex loved ones around her, the community, your neighborhood to be able to help you uh, thrive while your businesses were do doubling its income. So tell me about the art of forgiveness or or how you let that guard down being so sufficient and now having to rely on others. Well, Tanya, this didn't happen overnight. I have been a single mom for 21 years. I've been the full supporter of my family when my, you know, I don't like to say ex-husband. I like to say first husband because the next one is coming around the corner. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So my first husband, you know, wasn't a bad, is not a bad person. He had issues. I had issues, whatever. It takes two for things not to work. And, um, but it was, it was a very difficult time. It was the worst time of my life. <laughs> <Needless> <laughs> to say. But I have to say that uh, therapy works. I had a wonderful therapist because I had a seven and 10 year old at home. And my first husband left with one month's notice. And he left me with all his debt. 
it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it was, it was really scary because I didn't want to lose my house. And this is 21 years ago. I was just launching my health and wellness business. It was a hobby on the side because my number one goal in life, which I achieved, is mo mommy comes first, meaning I wanted to, I always wanted to be a mom. <laughs> and I wanted to be, I left my singing career because I didn't want to tour because I wanted to raise my children. I didn't want somebody else raising my children. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It's right for some people, but it wasn't my choice. And I, that was my number one concern is that I didn't want things to change. And being a musician, I really didn't have credentials to get a job out there. Could teach voice lessons, but that doesn't go far. I was, <laughs> my first business was as a children's entertainer. I didn't want to go back into that. So I was able to develop my um, my home-based business in health and wellness products with a really great um, company backing me, which made my life a lot easier. And um, when you have a flame under that tush, you work. Absolutely. And so I really, I needed a car and I'm not gonna go into the details, but I was able to achieve a car with my company in four months. And and I helped, uh, I helped dozens of other moms in the process, getting healthy and then being able to generate income. So it was a really rewarding, crazy time. And still my kids came first. Absolutely. And that was really, really important to me. But I wanna get back to the relationship so when you go through a wicked divorce and it yes. was rough, six years in the courts back and forth wow. till we finalized the divorce went through a custody battle oh my goodness and because i had a very good therapist at the time he shared with me take the high road when you're dealing with a spouse who has emotional and mental distress at that time it's not you're not working with someone who is rational and my therapist helped me understand that. And he said, look, you're gonna want him to be in your children's life. Mm -hmm. He is their dad and he does love them. Mm -hmm. And so I always, as much as possible, didn't badmouth him. You know, I tried to strengthen the relationship if anything. And over the years, because I, you have graduations to go to, you have plays to go to at school. It'll come back, all that will come back again. You have weddings. I have a wedding, my son is getting married this year. You know, there are going to be events and it's nice to be able to share that as a family. So even when we were going through the worst of it, we, I'm Jewish, he's Catholic, non he's non-practicing Catholic, he's English. So culturally we had like, <laughs> but we always, did, <laughs> we always, we did Hanukkah and we always did an English Christmas. And even through the worst of the worst, we always put everything aside to do our English Christmas as a family and do family events. And that was over the last 21 years. And it wasn't easy because he didn't want to participate and I kind of forced him to. And now we're both in our 60s and mellowed. And really it was through, through this pandemic, uh, we kind of needed each other. Is he's got a wonderful girlfriend, 16 years. I love her. She can have him. <laughs> he doesn't live. She lives in New York City, so they couldn't see each other. And when you were in lockdown, you had your little bubble, the people who you were around. Right. And he was lonely. And so he came and helped me out with things at the house. You had asked me something about childhood, and I'm not going to say that right now. But we ended up really needing each other. And right. just to be there as friends. And he helped me with things in the house. And just to... Um, you know, it was nice to have that 
and detach everything that was in the past and look at who we are today. And, and the greatest thing, I'm so forever grateful, and this is why gratitude and forgiveness is so important. Yes. We mixed our genes perfectly. And I'm not talking about the ones you put on. We made the two most remarkable kids on the planet. <laughs> the best of him, the best of him, the best of me, more of me. <laughs> um, and we've got these two really, really wonderful kids. And actually my son who lives in New York City, not too far from me, he said it was so wonderful for him to see the two of us mm -hmm. getting along so well. And that's something I want to share. We are modeling, if you have children, we are modeling for them how they will be as adults. And now my kids are adults. I never thought of this. You brought this out of me. My goodness. And we do you know, life transformation strategists. This is what we do at Married to the Ring. <laughs> To, to whatever the costs are, whether you go for therapy, or I actually, now that I'm a coach, I always like to say, hey, you've got some really great coaches out there Absolutely. that sometimes even do more rapidly than the therapist, but therapy is very important. And, um, you know, they're, and people would say to me, how can you be friends with what he did? And it wasn't pretty. And I said, he's the father of my kids, and um, he's underlyingly not a terrible person, because I did marry him. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, you did love him you know at some point and as i tell his girlfriend and she complains to me <laughs> and i just say you know what he's yours i said yeah, we're much better friends than we ever were as absolutely well. and i'm very very grateful and actually i think it's because of the pandemic it actually created a better friendship for us you know, you said so much and, you know, I applaud you on so many levels. Um, one, because I've shared with my clients, I've shared with our family, I've shared with my business partners, uh, experiencing, I, I think, six deaths in seven days at the beginning of the year the importance of making sure that they do not come out of this pandemic the same way that they went in. Whether, to, I, I just felt like the earth stood still for a moment and caused everyone to regroup and deal with issues and events and, and or trauma um, from their past by confronting and committing to changing themselves. Uh, you, you know, we're so much alike. I'm not, you know, I, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm learning over time, but my story is so similar to yours with regards to us having a blended family. And, you know, um, my first husband, I'll change my language because of you, my first husband and I co-parent so well, you know, um, uh, our adult children and my husband's first wife, they co-parent so well, the adult children, because we have blended with five children together, adult children, one graduating from college. I mean, we just got in two grandchildren. And we see, if we had to tell anyone, you said it nicely, that it's, you have to get over the short-term experience that has created an emotional downward spiral because you will have to attend graduations. We have grandchildren together now. 
So that means that pop, pop one, pop, pop two, or G pop, or, you know, so, you know, so we have to make, cause we don't want our grandchildren to feel an experience that we, that was a short term live one, right? Um, and we also know that there's family gatherings and college graduations and birthdays. And so what you talked about and, and respecting the other woman that they may be in a relationship with, without the other person feeling, you know, inferior that you're coming back in to reconnect or have some type of relationship, but keeping it very open and cordial. And you also mentioned how you two were able to serve each other, which brought about healing in your children's life. And um, our children often tell us that they don't want to feel uh, the burden of what we felt. They just want their parents at the end of the day. And so I commend you on so many levels because of the art of forgiveness, how you pivoted emotional downward spiral, spirals, business opportunities, sickness, sickness, you know, and still coupled all of that with six decades of experience and said, listen, I'm coming out even harder, like bold and radical. And it was like, I, I guess for me in this pandemic, if I had to relate to you, I was like, I'm not going down like this. You know, we are not going down like this. We are going to survive. And at Married to the Ring, we call it the knockout blow. Fight until you win because you're in that boxing. You got rounds that you're going through, but through each round, round there should be a win, you know? And, and that doesn't necessarily mean from a monetary perspective, the win can mean I actually healed. I actually grew up in an area that I chose not to deal with so that I can get rid of that perpetual pattern that was toxic. Yeah, so I want to also thank you. That's why we're so aligned. Oh my gosh, I, I didn't even realize this. We hadn't even talked about this. Um, but I also want to share that I have been in personal growth for 30 years. Mm. So the greatest thing was being an entrepreneur. I think most entrepreneurs are into personal growth. I grew up, my father was the master entrepreneur who I learned from. He was extraordinary. And um, I think I got my first personal growth book when I started working for his company uh, a long time ago uh, in an area I had no experience with, thrown to in. The manual that I got was the book by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. Grow Rich, yes. <laughs> first, that was the first one. No, my dad got me um, Andrew Carnegie's book. Uh, there you go, you're pulling it out. <laughs> we'll share our books later. But, um, you know, um, it, it, it really is important. And that's when I got into Tony Robbins and my 17 years there. And uh, I have a senior leader status with his company. In fact, we're doing a virtual event starting this weekend in business. And um, so personal growth is why I love being a coach that's why i love to help people get from a to b quicker because it'll affect them um tenfold in everything in their life whether it is for their business for where they're going to go in their life what are they doing the relationships it's all connected as you could hear our conversations and what we're saying so 
and we believe at, at Married to the Ring, we have, I am a PrEP certified um, instructor. And so we have a, a framework that focuses uh, directly on a behavioral model change that affects one's behavior because we believe that with relationship education, you need to first identify why you do what you do. And then you need tools you need resources, you need to understand the business or rather the acumen around relationships so that you can either, you know, so you can make healthy decisions in all relationships because we focus primarily on saying, if you're bleeding at home, you're gonna bleed in the workplace. If you're bleeding in the workplace, you're gonna bleed at home. So it's important to understand the cross-pollinization of that. And when you do not deal with those challenges or those uh, toxins accordingly, it directly affects what you're talking about, health and wellness. It triggers illnesses. It triggers, um, you know, buildup, you know, uh, inner lack of energy. It affects your self-esteem. Um, and when people start to see the entire picture yeah. and, and understand, let me deal with this. Let me deal with, you know, the childhood trauma you know, get some tools, identify those patterns, and then replace those toxic patterns with positive, you know, positive acumen, positive behavioral items. Then you can stop making wrong choices and attracting the wrong individuals in business, attracting the wrong individuals in your personal relationship, um, learning how to cope or deal with your mother or father, as you talked about, whether you know you had differences and you didn't quite understand them, but respecting differences from a diversified perspective. And I would be remiss if I didn't touch on your your daddy. You know, I'm a daddy's girl, like yo, a daddy, daddy, daddy's girl. And I would be remiss at 48, I'm still a daddy's girl, you know? And I would be remiss to, to even overlook the fact that your father survived the Holocaust. Like I, I, you know, your strength comes from your father, right? Can you share a little bit about him with us? It comes from both my parents. I want to give my mom credit too. Yeah, mommy too. I love my mommy. I give her credit too. And my mom is um, an Ivy League grad. She's 94. She's a sculptor. She's a writer. She has her, her iPad, her iPhone. She's got her iMac. At 94, she's zooming. She's so, zoom she's yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> she's zooming. Yes. <laughs> she's got Zoom calls going. I call her, I can't talk now, I'm on a Zoom call. <laughs> Unbelievable. Online is, so so it's it takes two. So but my dad, um, he was a survivor of Nazi Germany and in came over in 1940 at 17 um he my one of my uh, distant cousins uh my dad wrote his memoirs we're looking to publish them but she published a smaller book which is absolutely wonderful um of sort of con in a picture book type of thing mm -hmm. and um my father yeah he, i have him on my desk here my mother being the artist I grew up with a workaholic, so I vowed never to do that because this is how I remember my dad. I don't know if you can see. I can, on the phone. That's <laughs> Henry. And I have that because I was like that in the very beginning with my business because when you start something, you get very compulsive with it and you've got to be very, very careful 
to mind your time and balance it because I didn't back then. So, but my dad he came here with 30 cents in his pocket, if that much, spoke no English. He was, it was very difficult to, to find, to be able to enter the United States back then. Fortunately, one of his cousins was able to find someone to help sponsor him to come in. My grandmother and his younger brother already were able to come over. My grandfather was killed in Dachau. My uncle was taken away. Never, we never found, to my dad's dying day, we never did found where his remains were. And my dad passed 13 years ago, but he's still there. He's still, yes. he's still right there. Yes. And my dad was a man so unique because he came to America and he thrived. Yes. He wasn't in a survivor mentality. And this is something that's really important. People, we're all survivors of this or that. And what can happen is, is people go into that spiral, into that story. I am a survivor. <laughs> and my dad came here as a thriver. Yes. And it was extraordinary that he came here with very little. He started the Japanese camera industry in the United States, a company called wow. Konica. You may have heard of Konica Camera. Yes, yes. The first importer of that camera company. Wow. And um, built it to where you saw it now. Konica is not in the camera business. They're in another, they're in, in film and digital and all this other stuff. And, yes. and Minolta. And then he went into the professional camera line. But my dad didn't always have it rosy. I mean, the year I was born, the, just the, the importers of the Konica cameras went on strike in Japan. I think my parents had $600 in the bank that year I was born. Wow. But, but my dad was so resilient and so power of positive thinking. Norman Vincent Peale, that's who I want to quote, the power of positive thinking. Yes. That he wasn't going to let anything get in his way. And he was a, the connector. My dad was the ultimate networker and connector. He created, he, he got out of that industry, um, not because he chose to, it was chosen for him with, the, with that company. It's, you know, you never know who's going to be, when you're an employee, you have, even though he was the president of his company, but um, bump along the way and a pivot. And he created a new industry called, you know, the old home movies and pictures you put on to now digital. Wow. The parents' old movies. Yes. And, and your pictures and slides. Some of you are probably thinking, what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not <And> me. <laughs> he, invented, he invented a system to be able to transfer all that, the components. Wow. We called it the Frolic Photo Video System. And so I watched, I, he invited me, I just when I came back from Europe from singing, and I said, I need to learn another skill. <laughs> Wow. And I helped that him and my mom want, start that business in the basement of their house and it became a very big business. I'm not going to go on and on. He, when he died, he was the CEO of a very big company called Mamiya America Corp, which is an importer, exporter of photographic, high-end photographic equipment. And um, he was working up to the day he died. He had a massive cardiac arrest. As nobody, wow. We did not see it coming at all. And um, But he never, he taught, the lesson is don't give up. And if something doesn't work one way, then you find another way to make it happen. And if your dream that you started changes, it's okay. Okay. Go into another area, another field you didn't expect to have happen. And that's why I talk about my six days, six decades of pivoting. Yeah. 
and and it gets better and better as we go along. So my dad is on my desk here. He has the phone in his hand because he said, "Pick up the phone, girl." Right, now we're texting, and um, he, he's with me all the time because you know coming from nothing and then being very successful. You know, my mom is okay, thank God, because of him. And my dad, the last thing, one of the things he did, my mother being a writer and, and her sculpture, she was really doing her writing before he died 13 years ago. He forced my mother how to learn to use the computer. You mean he forced her how to learn to use, and so she's Zooming. She's Zooming, Zooming, Zoom. He is. <laughs> I mean, we changed her over from a PC to a Mac. <laughs> she had to go through that learning curve. <laughs> But listen, she's 94 on a Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because listen, I, I, she, she's, she's amazing. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have her on the show, I'm telling you. You know, and, and so that's what I want to share with people. Married to the Ring, what you're giving here in your podcast is worth gold. It's worth bitcoins. It's worth whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it is value because... You know, relationships can work out. They may not work out the way you want, and it's not always easy, but it comes from forgiveness mm -hmm. and putting your feet in their shoes. And even if the shoes are too big or too small, you can feel whatever it is that they have going on because I think there's not enough compassion because people act a certain way because of certain things and it could be their upbringing could be a whole lot of other things that's going on mm -hmm. so I live my life giving because the more you give the more you receive mm -hmm. you know giving is a gift and um, makes me really feel teary-eyed that um, we can pay it forward. And I just hope the listeners and people who are watching this might, I always, you know, when I finish a conversation, I always say, you know, um, if no one has told you how much they care, because in this world of lockdown, we don't hear it enough. And I like to say, well, first of all, Tanya, I care about you. I care about you too, really, Carol. <laughs> I really care about you. And whoever's out there, I care about you too. And I always finish up by saying, and I don't know if we're done or not because I'm looking at the clock here, but make the most of today because yes. you're not going to see it again. <laughs> yes. I just love everything about you, Carol. I love how you came into my life during probably one of the, I don't want to call it a dark moment, but after experiencing all of those deaths and then having your, you, you ring through the, 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 the zoom of in, in the clubhouse live of just that smile and that gesture and pinging, pinging me early to let me join in on Ajay, you know, talking about, you know, the forgiveness and, and just leaning in. And, and I just love everything about it. And, and as we do close out this session, I just want to say, you know, what you are doing, you are definitely changing the stigma for single and seasoned women. I mean, you are trailblazing. Yes. Y'all see that. Y'all see that. <laughs> One of the things I talk about is movement. Yeah. Because movement triggers the brain. And when I get up in the morning, I love salsa music and I do Zumba. Yes. 
Yes. I am up. I was dancing before I came on this call because I needed to energize my yes. body. Yes. This is energizing the body. So when you get on a call or you have a, a meeting to get to, get up and dance or move or yes. do something to ignite your body and get it yes. going. Yes. Stimulate the brain. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell them the Pomo Focus. We we I do the Pomo Focus piece where every time 25 minutes, you got to get up for about five minutes. Um, and just move. And I think, you know, people were like, why do you have so much energy in the pandemic, Tanya? I'm dealing with, I was like, no, because you're not exercising. You know, exercising is a key factor. Movement is a key factor. Your muscles want to feel vibrant too, you know? And so I just say, listen, I don't know what to say. This is absolutely a good, good, a very delicious discussion today. Now, I just want to say, for our listeners out there, you know, Carol, where can they find you? Share your social channels where they can find you. Well, if you want to talk to me like this in Zoom, and you can, it's very easy. www.contactcarol, that's C-A-R-O-L, dot com. Contactcarol.com. That's it. That's easy. And what about your social? Do you, yeah, LinkedIn and. I'm, well, I'm updating my LinkedIn and stuff, but I'm on LinkedIn, Carol Froelich Hull. I'm on, uh, on, I'm learning Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Seasoned and thriving. That's what we're going to call it. Getting onto uh, this clubhouse thing forced me to learn how to use Instagram. So it's again, Carol Froelich Hull. And on Facebook, the same thing. And if you come on Facebook, you're going to have a big surprise because I do my live streaming of my Zumba one to two times a week. Wow. And it's all recorded in there because, you know, and I'm not a Zumba instructor. I have a lot of fun dancing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love to dance. So (laughs) try me, but I really, more importantly, I like to get to know who you are and how I can help you and, you know, be there for you. So you can just go to contactcarol.com. And I just love it. Formulated. I'm a new website launching. It's very exciting. So that's going to be happening very shortly. So. So I just want to probably reiterate in our closing that this is not new work for Carol. Carol, as a seasoned uh, woman who is thriving in the industry, what's different is that she's just uh, pivoting her visibility through digital mainstream, but she's very influential and, and has built her legacy without digital mainstream. So that means once she comes into, yes, accolades. We did that with Mary to the Ring. We did, and then we're building out now the digital piece as well. But the, the, the most powerful thing about that is that now she's going to reach the masses in such a positive way because she hasn't given up on understanding what that digital piece was all alike that all of us, I don't know about you, Carol, but I definitely was trying to run away from it for a minute. And then I just was like, no, the no, pandemic no. said, no. <laughs> I've been running towards it. I got, I got the powerhouse, big you got the, oh, You got the, because <laughs> my son's name is Max. So I got everything has got to be Max. But it got to be Max. It's it awesome. <laughs> but so, no, I actually went running into it, like, and then in it, and then I go, Ah, yeah, it was a little scary. 
So I just want to say again, this is a good, good, delicious discussion. You got to go back if you're just joining and just go back and replay and listen to the overall podcast. I want to thank our listeners today for joining us on Mary Tithering's podcast. I want you to make sure you go and visit our website at marytithering.com or check out our new self-paced online modules at relationship in our relationship lab at relationshiplab.marytithering.com ring.com and most importantly guys we need you right we we need you out here please be sure to subscribe to our shows on itunes stitcher spotify and so many more outlets so you will never miss a show and so while you're at it if you found value we would appreciate you guys know we've moved into the digital space now we need reviews right and if you like today's podcast simply tell a friend about the show that will help us out too and leave us a review. So lace up your gloves. You guys know y'all married to the ring followers, right? And all of our new followers, stay connected and prepare to deliver the giants who have threatened your love life, the ultimate knockout blow. Thank you for joining us and have an amazing day.